0: You feel like you're, you feel like you're in like a princess movie, and you're gonna go like meet some animals and do some sort of song. Uh, maybe you'll cut up some sort of I don't know. You're getting ready to meet Prince Charming, some shit like that. <laughs> uh, or uh, you're gonna stumble across a bunch of elves that are making chocolate type of deal. <laughs> so right. it's it's we can wander our way over, you know,
1: because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot Possibility?
0: Clink. Clink.
1: Oh my gosh,
0: look at that sweatshirt. Oh, or is
1: yeah. that a shirt?
0: No, it's a long sleeve. We got the swag out today. For the people oh who gosh. are just listening, they don't understand just how good I kind of look right now. Because um, <laughs> I got a Wandering Ways long sleeve on. You know, I lap a wandering ways short sleeve. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Yeah.
1: That's cool. You know what I love about that logo and shout out to Josh, you know, making that logo for us is look at the tree, man. He, he, he purposely left the tree out so that whatever shirt you got on, you got a blue shirt on, you got a green shirt on that tree is that color. And I, he just did such a good job with that.
0: He did. He did. No, I love it. Um, No, it's a good shirt. It's comfy. It's comfy material. I'm not gonna lie. Is it like it looks like a dry fit
1: material, kind of?
0: No, it's not really dry fit. Um, Um, I wish it was a little bit tighter to the skin, but that's uh, that's just because I really like showing off all the muscles that I've been getting in the gym. (laughs) So um, it's a little bit looser of a fit than what I like normally wear. But to be to be totally honest, this is actually a really good um, after a long day on the river shirt to wear. You've been mm, I just like that. Put in sun, and you can just put it over. And uh, maybe you're going to go to the campfire or you're back to your campsite type deal. This is, and I, I'm not just saying that to plug it that much, but it really would make a good shirt for that.
1: Oh, and when you say that, I get that. I have this, you know, Patagonia shirt, long sleeve exactly like what you're saying is you know when i went out the bighorn with jared throwing that on was great um yeah, yeah. when i'm kayaking or canoeing one of my big things i bought uh, a lot of columbia makes those uh, pfg uh, performance fishing gear shirts that have the hood on them so when i'm actually out on the river sometimes and you'll see that in my like last videos when i was out on the bighorn uh, i'm actually wearing the hood and some of that just because it covers the ears um you know if you're too if it's a little windy out it's nice but it's also that good for the summer you know block the sun
0: yeah no that's perfect and if you want to get your wandering ways (laughs) t-shirt make sure to check out our teespring the link will be in the bio Um, we
1: we appreciate it i don't know if we make money from it but i think if you guys spend enough money we might so please or don't we make a little bit
0: we make a little bit
1: we most of that.
0: it goes to the paying off Mark's student loans. So if you want to help me pay off my student loans, buy a shirt.
1: Or All help
0: me. match is saying like, hey, I bought this, but I'd really appreciate it if you donated the money to like the Take Three uh, Foundation, which is a um, ocean conservancy charity out of Australia where they encourage you to take three items every time you go to the beach or river.
1: I love it. And we will partake in that as we do. Every time we see trash along a trail, we pick it up and we throw it away because if, if you don't, no one else will. And that's kind of my motto is only you can do it. You know, only you can prevent wildfires as Smokey once said, you know? Yeah. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Exactly. No, I love it. Cause you know, you bring up some good point. We love our fans and those who support us out Ian in California, my man, Gave us a shout out on uh, the Rugaroos Instagram. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate all you guys listening. You know, at, you can hear it here. We're showing you the love. We're sending the love your way. Um, much appreciated. And I sent him some stickers. You know, I gave a shout out some stickers. So if you guys want some, shoot them our way. We got extras. We got tons. You like the Bigfoot sticker. We also have the album cover sticker. Um, so check those out. And we'll send them your way. Just shoot us an email or message or anything. You'll find us on the socials.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hit us up out there. Um, kind of going with our uh, Bigfoot friend here. Kind of today, we, we dabbled a little bit in this conversation with our good friend, Matt Buddy. But we wanted to take <laughs> time to talk about uh, the Bigfoot documentary series on Hulu. It was called Sasquatch, I believe. Yeah, it's called and Sasquatch. it came out on 420, which
1: is if for all you that don't know, the marijuana holiday 420, kind of the big day for weed. And what better to do and drop an, a show about our Harry friend that frequents the Northern California, Oregon area? Um, what better to drop an episode about that and how he's involved in marijuana and all that kind of crazy stuff
0: you know yeah and after watching this documentary series um i just want to like they're trying to put some bad pr out there on our boy sasquatch saying he's just killing people you know like kind of kind of rude kind of rude
1: well
0: okay so you know how which this is great
1: you know let's get the bigfoot out let's let's put let's put the big guy let's talk about the elephant in the room let's talk about the bigfoot in the room right <laughs> how how many people have claimed to be murdered by bigfoot
0: well they claim to be murdered cuz or their families yeah right <laughs> there haven't been any bigfoot murders um, that Bird we know killings. of right yeah like i've never really heard one you don't hear them report it. I haven't even thought of Bigfoot killing anybody until this documentary series. So right. I, it got me a little riled up because I was like, first off, my boy Big wouldn't do that. My boy Big. <laughs> my All boy right. Big wouldn't do that. So.
1: Oh, and, and they don't like these creatures, which is interesting. And. One thing, because I have never seen one, so I can't attest to my knowledge being that strong. You know, I'm I'm only going off of what I've heard the experts say, the people that study this type of stuff every day, the Jeff Melburns, uh, the Ricks, um, you know, and the the other the others that are out there in the community that are in these documentaries and stuff and talk. You, you know, you have actually seen something that you believe wasn't a bear that fit the description of what others call the Sasquatch. Native American tribes have had stories about Sasquatch for thousands of years, you know, and there's all the tribes, even Ojibwe tribes, which all the way back in the Great Lakes have names for Bigfoot, you know, Misabe, Ruguru, you know, Sisquicwac, you know, like up there, the Washington tribes, all their crazy languages, how they say stuff like that. I totally butchered that. Don't take that. You know, I'm just making, I'm poking fun at our native languages.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Bigfoot's not a murderer. Bigfoot's not a murderer. No. You know, the documentary kind of breaks down the story, right? This guy heard about a Bigfoot murdering two farm workers. Now the farms are working on Is probably the main reason they came public or um, released it on 420 is because it's the pot farms in Northern California.
1: Another reason I think is because if you really watch this documentary and break it down, this guy, and he's a smart guy, um, he's had these stories, he's seen a lot of things throughout the world. Um, I could totally see where he's just like, I can do this story about these things I've heard. And I'll make millions because you'll get guys like the Wandering Ways podcast talking about me and, uh you know, shit like that, you know, where it's like, and I'm going to drop it on 420 because stoners are going to be the ones that watch it on 420 because they'll be all, they're, they're all the ones that took the day off and stayed home. And, oh, what's new on Hulu, this big thing. Same, same reason Tiger King blew up once everyone stayed home from COVID, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I could see that too, but it's a good story. Um,
0: interesting. It is. You know, I don't want to give it away, but um, in case anybody hasn't seen it, um, but essentially it goes and this guy investigates a murder, basically, that um, has gone for the most part fairly just hush-hush. Um, you know, they the police up there, don't do anything about it because they don't have time they really they don't have time and no one cooperates so it's 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 an interesting part of the world up uh up in northern california like up in the emerald triangle as i call it what actually
1: really piques my interest too right is it's really good because of how it breaks that kind of stuff down but here in montana it's very similar where they're very Communities similar to that, where it's very remote and the way they interact. There's a good show uh right now coming out called Big Sky. It's about Montana, it's about murders, it's about uh trafficking women, um, and like how how that is all about. But in the later uh episodes of this late of the first season, they get into where the local government is tied into the cop or the cops are tied into the families that kind of run things because they have money and say and power and just how all that kind of rolls, rolls around. So if you, you're interested in watching that, that's a good way to describe probably what happens in these parts of the country where it's so remote.
0: Yeah. It's essentially what it is, is it's like the modern day gangster, you know, like really though the day when the big, um, Al Capones, John Dillingers, you know, they had the cops on their payroll, paying off the cops type deal. Now I'm sure that still happens in the big cities, stuff like that. Um, to be totally honest, I'm 100 sure that still kind of happens today. but that's like that's like big time out in the remote areas because I mean, to give credit to that state trooper that's probably posted out in the middle of nowhere, what else do you got really going on it's either make a little side cash or this under table or probably a lot of paperwork
1: well and not only that think of the lives these guys are living right it's it's not a lot of people so you're not as busy as the big time guys There your um your cousin is married to the lady that you're dealing with you you know your your brother's the sheriff this and that you know because of how small these communities are so it's a lot easier to have these things happen and the reasoning for them you know you look at these smaller communities look who's embezzling money you know like you see these things happen all the time because that all that shit and it is what it is and i think this documentary kind of breaks that down a little bit because you see what's going on with these people and how they act um Obviously, not so much anymore because they've gotten older. Um, but it's an interesting world, and especially when you're dealing with drugs.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it is. It is a very it <sighs> is an interesting world. Um, you know, it to be hundred percent you know, like on this. You know, even though marijuana is legal in the state of California, that's that shit's still happening. Um, you know, the biggest the biggest anti-legalized weed people were the farmers,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: cause they're they They knew they were going to lose money <laughs> if they had to, if it became legalized. So they were fighting it probably just as hard as um, your classic far right conservative member. Who's anti-weed now, not all far right are anti-weed, but there's a fair amount of them. the one that the one that is the example yeah. that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, No, I I get
1: that because you're you're on a good point about um, those grows because even in the documentary, they talk about how there's still people doing the illegal stuff and growing the illegal stuff because that's much more money, and it's even grown that much more because it's a lot easier to hide it.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, it's the – you know, the black market of marijuana in Northern California is still just as strong as ever, um, even with all the legal legal grows out there, too. Um, no, it's
1: what's interesting. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. You know, I live here in Montana, a state that just legalized weed. But before then, there were people, plenty of people. You're always reading it in the newspaper that were moving marijuana from Colorado, Oregon washington all the time into montana into north dakota into wyoming where because there's a big market there yeah and there's big markets overseas there's big markets here there everywhere you know they're not regulated
0: no they're not they're not you know and it's it is what it is you know um it's part of the reason why that part of the country gets great music though is the um, black market marijuana set, uh, trade because all the big names that want their marijuana they'll come up and they'll do a show at like Humboldt state and pay off and pay for uh, their supply just from that show and then they're off to like portland or eugene or they're heading south to san francisco or sonoma so
1: no exactly and and i, I if people You know probably some of our listeners you know you do smoke weed or you don't um you know if you're unfamiliar with this area the green triangle that mark was kind of referring to this area the weather the proximity to the coast the fog all the elements of these areas um are where you know make it so that you grow the best weed that produces some of the highest thc contents in the world um just because of where it's at, you know, so there, there there's something good at these hills that make them grow well
0: yeah, and um it's in the heart of Bigfoot country too, so you know part of the next thing in the documentary series that they go on about is you know if you create the story of Bigfoot or Sasquatch living in these hills, no one's going to go looking out there because they're going to be afraid of sasquatch um now that's silly because sasquatch would never hurt anyone they're curious they just want to mess around they're not going to hurt or harm you unless you put yourself in that position um and they feel threatened but it is it is worth like trying to scare people with sasquatch because i mean he's an unknown guy yeah and i mean you you hear
1: those tales through time, right? Thousands of years of native stories. You'll have those trickster tales that are telling you, Hey, you know, don't go in the woods tonight. The bear's going to get you, you know, those type of things, you know, this, the Island of the scary monsters, all these different stories we were told as kids to, to keep us from doing things that we're not supposed to do because you know, our adults apparently know better. (laughs) And, uh, Part of that, you know, is kind of what Sasquatch is. And I could, I also see that too. In those areas, you can make that creature really seem like he's there. And enough people have claimed it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and if you've never been to the Redwoods, I suggest you go. Because if you don't believe in Sasquatch, you'll believe in something a little bit bigger than yourself out there in those woods.
0: Oh, 100%, 100%. And that's actually a fantastic, fantastic segue away from our series, the Sasquatch series. It's streaming on Hulu right now. Check it out. Let's let's change the narrative on Sasquatch. He definitely would never murder anybody. So watch it, share with people, tell them no, Bigfoot would never, Sasquatch would never do this like i said
1: like i said no one ever said that they were murdered by bigfoot
0: exactly (laughs) but going into the other topic today is we are going to do uh kind of a breakdown um kind of one of our um now famous breakdowns um of the redwoods national park located in humboldt county California uh, probably more specific Oric is mainly where the main visitor center is up there um, but I'm sure I'm sure 90% of our listeners or more than 90% of our listeners have no idea where Oric is so um, you know I
1: throw Oric up there it's one of those towns like Montana and I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a shout out our boy Mike Diggins, he's a good old farm boy. Up from Peerless, Montana. So, Google o- Oric and Peerless, and I would just say yeah, they're one of the same.
0: Yeah. Oric's <laughs> super small town. Um, super. I mean, you blink and you're through it. Um, I heard there's really good onion rings in Oric. Uh, never had them in the three years I lived in uh, Humboldt County, but <laughs> I was, uh, everyone. every time we'd go by, someone would be like, hey, they got really good onion rings. <laughs> so, yeah. You know
1: what I really like about Oric too is there's a real good chance of seeing an elk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. You get those Roosevelt elk that sit right off the highway there. Yep, yep. Love it.
0: You go to you go to the redwoods. There's a solid chance you'll see some uh, some elk um, there, but you'll have an even better opportunity to see these big, beautiful, majestic trees like. For real. Um, the park itself, yeah, it's more centered in Oric, but it's kind of spread out. Um, it's not like your traditional park where you drive, there's a little fee station, you pay the guy his your fee, or you show him your national park pass. Um, as far as I know, and all the places that I've been in that park, the only fee station out there. Is actually a state park fee that takes you to Fern Canyon. Um, so but Fern
1: Canyon's have, kind of popular, right?
0: Yeah, and it's so it's interesting because <laughs> all the way the redwoods work, the redwoods are like the national park and state parks combined. So, Fern Canyon's technically a state park, but you could easily do a hike from the national park in one of the like the prairie. Prairie Creek, I think it might be Prairie Creek or something, Prairie Uh, Visitor Center. You can do a hike to Fern Canyon. Um, And if you guys don't know what Fern Canyon is or are interested in what Fern Canyon is, Fern Canyon is like this little canyon that has literally ferns up the wall. So it looks like the walls are just grass. Um, And Jurassic Park Lost Worlds, so the second Jurassic Park movie, was filmed in that location. Um, if you're curious what scene, it's the scene that guy goes to, like, take a shit or whatnot, and he has little things that, like, kill him, and he's like, Carter! Carter! You know, and he dies. That's all Fern Canyon. Um, watch the movie, check out Fern Canyon, you'll be like, oh, oh, oh yeah, I know exactly where this is. Nice. Or was uh, part of the movie. No,
1: but, I, like, I, I haven't been to Fern Canyon. That's one to go down there. And I'm, I'm glad you're pointing it out because my mom wants to plan a trip down to the Redwoods. And part of that, I was like, hey, that's one of the things we can do.
0: Fern Canyon, no, I 100% um, you should check out Fern Canyon. Um, another thing you should check out when you go with your mom, uh, there's Lady Bird Johnson, which is this little grove of, um, it's not a big, long hike, um, but it's a nice little grove of, of redwoods, um, super awesome. I, anytime you get the redwoods, it's kind of amazing. Is, is that the one me, you, and Tyler did, Lady Bird Johnson? No. So we were up more near the Jedediah Smith um, okay. portion of it. So we were up near Crescent City, which um, might be some national park, might be some state park. It's Again, it's not your traditional park, so it's really spread out. The visitor centers are like these hubs so that one's up near crescent city it's closer to the oregon border um like super close to the oregon border um i haven't actually exp- uh, um, explored much up there i know i know there's a grove up there that has like four or five of the top 10 tallest redwoods
1: and is it
0: be like the 10 like up there in the top 20 tallest trees in the world yeah, right. <laughs> um is it uh, is it one of them supposedly up there actually so it's supposed to surpass hyperion yeah there's one that is supposed to <coughs> uh, oh shoot they have the years i forget what it was um but it will sur- in theory surpass hyperion in height which is incredible because Hyperion's 312 feet <laughs> you know so right. Um, I would that's normally cool. recommend you going to see Hyperion, but you know you kind of need an expert to go with you to go see Hyperion. Yeah, uh, there's still great trees out in that area. You know, um, heading on down to Tall Trees Grove. Uh, that's right. a, that's actually I think my favorite Grove out there. Um, it's super super cool to go see tall trees. It's again, it's about mile mile and a half downhill. You Get to the grove, it's a short little grove hike. Um, so it's right along this, they call it a creek, it's a river. Um, around, around this river, big trees. Uh, when you're gonna go in like June, uh, probably July now. Oh, July, yeah, uh, you might not get all the clovers. If you go when there's a lot of clovers, it's really cool. You'll like the path, like, has these borders, so it looks like. Yeah, they're man-made paths and for what I know they may be kind of man-made but the borders of these paths are just gro- clovers and it's just tons of them and it creates such a cool path That's cool. Uh, you feel like you're you feel like you're in like a princess movie and you're gonna go like meet some animals and do some sort of song uh maybe you'll cut up some sort of I don't know you're getting ready to meet Prince Charming some shit like that (laughs) Uh, or uh, you're gonna stumble across (laughs) a bunch of elves that are making chocolate type of deal (laughs) so it's it's incredible um to when you're in it in the the like mystique of the whole park there
1: no I I liked it uh one thing I really liked too was we were able to camp at that campground that they have in the Redwoods And I was thinking of its location, right? Personally for like, I I was thinking about this as we were talking about these big trees and how just magnificent they are and how honestly they're a little scary (laughs) to me because I was much, I'm, I'm much happier camping in that little Valley that they have where the campground is rather than in the trees.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about that and I said, huh? Like, I would feel more afraid in the trees than I would in this valley. Why?
0: I don't know. I just feel that way. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm like the opposite. I want to be in the trees. I wish I had long enough hammock straps so I could time up between two uh, two big redwoods, but I definitely don't have long enough straps. <laughs> I'll have to bring mine and you'll have to time around. Yeah. I uh, well no,
1: I think what it is is growing up where I've grown up out here on the plains, you know, in New Mexico. When I look up at night, I expect to see stars.
0: Oh, oh. and
1: <laughs> and if I don't have that, it it's it. it you know what I mean? It, it's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, I I get what you're saying by it.
1: I I don't feel safe. I don't. It's weird. Yeah.
0: Speaking of weird not feeling safe kind of feels it's a good time to do some cool shit in nature oh
1: my favorite segment
0: yeah it is actually i'm pretty stoked to show you this this week's uh cool shit in nature What, what i like about this segment guys
1: is you you the fans voted for the name cool shit in nature you know you guys shouted out to us in our you messaged us saying that's what i want You know, who cares wonderful nature? No, we want cool shit in nature. So thank you, fans.
0: Exactly, exactly. But here is the video for everyone. So this is two octopuses about to get it on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so this is a sand octopus and a Maori octopus. And uh, Maori. Yeah, Maori octopus. This is.
1: Oh, my God, he wins. He just eats it
0: yeah it's uh it's pretty gnarly
1: the bigger one eats the little one guys
0: yeah shocker <laughs> yeah it really it really is it's kind of crazy. I had no idea that that like these kind of fights happen, and then when I came across this, I was like, what <coughs> I mean New Zealand
1: yeah, it, I mean, it makes sense, though. Like, we don't really understand the ocean, so, like, to see one of these things is kind of cool. I mean, check out the YouTube if you guys want to watch this. It's nuts.
0: Yeah. Well, it's an Instagram, so go on to Instagram. It's actually a super sweet Instagram account. I'm not going to lie. If you like seeing some gnarly nature shit. Um, nature is metal um, is the name of it. Uh, it's not for the... Um, faint of heart or if you have a weak stomach some of that shit on there uh, i work in the medical profession a lot of uh, blood gore stuff like that some of these get me going Uh, i'm I'm like ooh, i don't know (laughs) but um it's super cool it's a great instagram (laughs) nature's metal that video two octopi kind of going at two different kinds of octopi
1: Um, cool shit nature man Yeah,
0: it's a good little fight. You know, gotta love a good fight every once in a while. But yeah, that's some cool shit in nature.
1: I like it. You know what that means? Time for another commercial break where we get to tell you to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Whether you're getting that podcast on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, WhatsApp, Whatever podcast app you use, you can make it happen.
0: And don't forget, this is also the time to let uh, let you guys know that you can pick up that Wandering Ways swag at the Teespring. Make sure to check it out. The link is in the bio down below or in the episode description. It's even in the show description, too, if you can't find it in the episode. But you can go on there. You can get your sweatshirts. You can get your uh, shirts. You can get long sleeves, short sleeves. You can even get some socks. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, highly recommend you will be impressing everybody at your next bonfire with some wandering ways swag
1: you know and if that's not enough we're going to tell you to follow us individually on our social medias you could check me out at the Ruguru or zach of wandering ways you know check out the adventure firsthand where there might not be any
0: ads exactly and who doesn't like some good free pub i need the follow followers to go up so i'm going to throw out Reverend Marcus, check me out on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Um, I do some cool stuff, so please give me the follow, all right?
1: We also do not cool stuff.
0: Yeah, but anyways, uh, let's keep wandering on. Yeah, you know, the Redwoods, again, because it's a weird park. Um, it's, yeah, there's places to stay in the park. Um, we did when we were moving, when I was moving out of Humboldt, we stopped in the campground we were at that we were talking about just a second ago was technically in the national park for that. That was national park, but a lot of it isn't really in the park because the, the way the park's laid out. So yeah, when you go to the Redwood National Park, you want to go to the park. But there's a lot of other really cool stuff that's technically not part of um, either the national park or any of the state parks out there. Um, And the classic one that I think uh, most people have probably heard is Avenue of the Giants.
1: Awesome. I mean, I love it. Uh, Every time I go down there, I wanna do it. I have GoPro footage of my Jeep you are know, driving it because yeah. it's that cool um that's the thing cool thing about these trees right they grow in groves you know trees don't are they're not animals they're not like a section of land you know the way trees grow you know you get aspens over here you get aspens over there you get pine trees right here pine trees right there you know some redwoods over here some redwoods over there that's why you have even the parks down by san francisco and whatnot you know where the national park itself is actually up in northern california
0: yeah, exactly. You know, there's redwood trees down all the way, like Mendocino, kind of down even the Santa Cruz. There's some out there, too. But, you know, going to the Avenue of the Giants, it's a scenic drive. So you kind of just it's a pull off from the highway, Highway 101. You pull off and you can take it. It's super cool. There's a bunch of turnoffs, different groves you can hit, uh, parts of the river you can hit, too. That kind of it weaves through. Uh There's not really one spot I would say you got to go check out, uh, because if you go and you explore any of these groves, really, you never know what you could find, um, whether it be an animal that you find, whether it even be our boy, uh, Mr. Big, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, um, or even maybe not as cool as some things, but just as easily as cool and different and weird are the albino trees which we have talked about on the podcast before um I yeah we got some we video about it. with tyler
1: yeah because he was there with us when you you showed me and him that one yeah and we got some videos if on on some of our social medias if you guys want to check that out but it's a really cool tree because it's white albino you know <laughs> but it doesn't look like the redwood tree
0: no no, it's, it's weird. It really is weird. Um, you know, and that's one of them. There's a bun- there's more than one out there. I think when I was doing research on it, there was, there's like nine <coughs> that they have found, um, nine of known albino trees, uh, there and they're not advertised. So it's not like turn here, albino tree, but with big signs and stuff. No, it's a lot of you got to know where to go and you have to go and find them um, and and i like that about it
1: i really do because that's what makes the redwoods really cool like hyperion people do not tell you the path to hyperion because they don't want to over tourist it people don't tell you the path to these albinos because they're they're spiritual They they're spiritual in their own way especially to the native tribes of the area um the one thing I don't like, and I talked about this on the podcast with Tyler, is because they're spiritual, I wish someone did tree-groom them a little bit, you know, cut the dead limbs, really took care of them, because they are beautiful. Like, if, if they didn't have the dead limbs, which are brown, this thing would just be a magical white tree in the forest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I like that they don't advertise this stuff. And I'm sure a lot of you guys listening are like, well, now if you're not going to tell me where all the cool stuff is in the redwoods, like I'm not going to go. Like, no, if you go to the redwoods and you experience the redwoods, even not these, the albino tree or like Hyperion, say you don't see those at all. You go and you're going to be like, ah, I understand why they keep this a secret and why it's so under wraps, because it is such a unique and special place. Um, the energy yeah. in the redwoods is incredible.
1: And what I, what I like about kind of what you're saying too is I compare these albino trees in Hyperion, right? To like seeing a wolf in Yellowstone. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool to see a wolf, but they're really hard to see, you know? So if you come across one, it just makes your experience that much better but these things are still breathtaking that, you know, there's still things to do, right? Like, like you said, there's the you know, Avenue of Giants, there's the hype, uh, you know, those other tra- trails, Jerry, jo- not Jerry Johnson. Ladybird Bird,
0: Johnson, Ladybird Canyon, you know. the and, and those
1: things are on maps that you can find and do. And th- you might come across an albino tree in one of those groves. You know, you know, we don't know where they all are. We just know where a few are because, you know, we've had the opportunities to come across them.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, for the people who are interested in making the trip, you know, you probably your next biggest question is like, how do I get to the park? And I'm going to be straight. It's, it's not really easy to get to. Uh, you know, you can fly into Arcata, uh, which is the town uh, south of the park of Oric. Uh, Will be f- well north of San Francisco. Um, there's only three places that our Arcata flights fly into Arcata from, which is San Francisco, LA, and Denver. Um, so those are the only direct flights. So you'll have to have connecting if you do want to fly. And then even then, you still have like a 45 minute drive to the ORIC area where the park is. Um, say you want to do the drive. Highway 101 splits it. Uh, It's a scenic drive if you ever do, like true Highway 101. It's pretty. You can start in Oregon, uh, make your way down. You'll hit the park easy if you just stay on Highway 101. Or even if you start in San Francisco, work your way up north, Highway 101. Uh, You go literally right through it. So you can't miss it if you're on Highway 101. You can cut over. From like Reading, you can cut over on that. You can go from like Grants Pass, Oregon, kind of down to meet on the 101. All of these roads, though, are windy, and you'll be going slower than you think. You should be going slower, but it's because they're so windy, and they can get kind of dangerous. um, Because when you're out in the middle of nowhere, so if you crash or something, you're not getting help for a minute, so... Well, and what I like,
1: I love the way you're talking, because that's what makes these places special. They're hard to get to. Um, But part of it, too, is now if you're a non-Bigfoot believer, you know, we talked about Bigfoot earlier. I want you to think if you're driving in there, you're following a river sometimes. Look at those canyons. Look how big the trees are. You know, you're dry, you know, you're flying in. Look down at the mountains. Look at where there's no populations. And tell me there's not something out there that we don't know about in that forest.
0: Yeah. There's probably hundreds uh, of bugs
1: and stuff we don't know about in the redwoods. There's probably, you know, maybe a lizard or two out there that exists that we haven't found. A frog, a little toad.
0: Yeah, there's – I mean, there's probably something, um, you know. And say you don't want to stay in the park. Say you want to stay in the towns, um, but you're not really feeling auric because it's a little too small for you. You want to go a little bit bigger. You can totally go up to Crescent City. Uh, It's probably – Probably close to an hour drive from Auric, the main, like, kind of hub of the Redwoods. Or you can go the 30, 45 minutes to Arcata. Eureka, which is probably a bigger town area, you know, that's where Humboldt State is, you know, where I lived for the last three years before moving here to Ashland. Uh, there's a lot more there. That's the big city. Most people probably have heard of Eureka, Um or arcada all that so you can go experience what the people inside the redwoods are the behind the redwood curtain um always a treat special people i love them you you can't go wrong with the the people of the redwoods
1: yeah and i love it because the first time i was down there i was with matt and uh you both were really hitting hard on the hippies right like this is where the hippies live. These are where the hippies live. And, you know, you don't think of 2021. You don't think of peace, love, tranquility, like the 70s, the hippies, you know, the Jimi Hendrixes. No, it's essentially that, but your 2021 version, you know, there's a lot of homeless people. But what I like, what you were telling me is the homeless people don't stay there. They just visit.
0: Yeah, they're moving.
1: Which is hilarious because you know you go to some of these towns but no they've just made home yep but you know i've got i mean you see the ones that travel through too you know different ones that are probably doing that but there's a lot a lot of that over there and
0: it's unique it it is and you know the reason why they move um is because they come into the area uh, for work Uh, which goes back to the documentary series that we talked about earlier, you know, that's the work that these people are getting into. They're going out to these farms and they're trimming and all that. Um, They stay for however long the season is, you know, you'll go outside of Humboldt and if they know you're from the Humboldt area, you'll get people coming up. Hey, uh, how's the seasonal work? And that's, that's because that's what they're asking about is how's that marijuana trimming business going?
1: Yeah. No, it's an interesting life out there, especially even the, the ones, the hippies that stayed there. Yep. Um, you know, I it's interesting. You can see a lot of like no trespassing signs. Uh, you see tents up in the Redwoods in places, um, you know, and then you see the like, cute little shops that you know the hippie family is running in Arcata. you know that you you have the whole spectrum of it there which i love
0: yeah no it makes the makes the area special and unique you know it's the birthplace of tree huggers you go out and you look at these redwood trees and you understand why people are hugging them um it's 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 incredible. You know, well, they didn't you- do it anymore, but they used to have a reg- reggae festival out there, um, which was which was a lot of fun. I went to it one year. It was canceled because of COVID, right? Now they uh, lost their uh, main funder. So. Oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it's done, done. <laughs> <laughs> It might come back. Who knows? Yeah, no, the area loves the reggae music, so I wouldn't be surprised if it did come back someday. Well, and that's interesting,
1: the tree huggers you talk about, because I believe there's either a museum or a historical site or something kind of close to uh, my favorite store in the world, uh, the Bigfoot store right there in the Redwoods. Um, Check them out. They're cool. Um, But to, to that point, there's some history there because the redwoods have been logged like what 97% like this is the like last 3% of the redwoods that are in existence because just like the bison let's get rid of them all
0: yeah it's it's unfortunate that they took them all but yeah there is that I think it's like the Richardson Grove um... that name sounds familiar yes I, it's that area but it's the classic when you hear you hear old timers talk about like oh the hippies are living in the trees so they can't cut it down like this is what they're thinking of is that area people would go up in the trees so they can't cut them down the okay. hugging of them you know to prevent the logging like that's kind of the thing that they're thinking of is that And
1: area. what I, what i find hilarious is because that has been cartooned that has been politicized and has been thrown in history since that moment of time in everything, right? We see that growing up, right? The tree huggers, you know, it could be this tree in a park and the lady on TV is hugging it because they don't want to cut it down because her husband proposed to her in front of it, right? But it all kind of stems from this thing. And if you really get in that forest, it makes sense when you hear the numbers that of what they've Cut out ninety-seven percent. That's only three percent left. Like, do the math. It's so small. Yeah, you would stay in those trees and try and save them too. Because if that 97%, if they didn't hug those trees, we'd probably be at a hundred. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, it's it's sad that they all did. Um, that they did so much logging. Um Hopefully we can get those numbers back up. You know, you can go and buy a redwood tree at the visitor centers, buy one, plant it. Let's start a new grove. Um, but you know, you should check out the redwood, national parks or check out the redwoods in general. I really don't think you would be disappointed. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys are like, Mark, Zach, they're just trees. Yeah, they're trees, but they're different. They're more special. Um there's a reason why I have a redwood tattoo on me is these trees are truly incredible. Um but that being said kind of we are approaching the end of our time which means that it is time for the final words. So, final words my guy Zach.
1: Okay. He <laughs> changes it up there kind of a little bit me there got me confused um you know one thing I want to throw out about the redwoods that we didn't there's a couple things that we didn't talk about that real quick that are fun to do and I'll kind of use this to segue into my final words is the Chandler tree is real cool uh you can drive a car through it you know I had a Kia Soul that I drove through it the Rougarou was too tall it was probably about four inches too tall and I could not uh get it underneath uh the tree so i I couldn't get my picture of that under there but there's other trees that you can drive through in the area also down in sequoia there's the same um there's the paul bunyan axe uh center the trees of mystery it's a private company they do things up in the trees that are really cool so check them out uh, if you're looking for something to do as well, uh, there's the beach. You can go down on the beach and just enjoy some California sunshine.
0: Yeah. I actually just forgot about that Trees of Mystery. They have, um, you know, you can go up into them, where they have like the draw bridge, the string dangly bridges. I'm blanking on the name. Um, but you can go and walk amongst them, like up, way up in the trees. You can take the gondolas up through them. Um, so trees and mystery might be worth the time. Uh, I never did it down there. I kind of always wanted to, but I never did it.
1: Yeah. And that's a place actually, I think I'm going to take my family because when I'm with my family in these parks and to kind of get into my final words, it's different than when you and I go, or when you, when me and Tyler go, when me and Tyler go, you know, we're planning a trip to go to Zion. We're like, we're busted this hike, this hike, this hike, that kayak tour, you know, we're trying to do things like that. But when you're with a family or with people that you're with that aren't necessarily that you got to think and plan with these other things around the parks, right? Um, When we're in Yellowstone, Oh, whitewater rafting with the guys was fun. Um, You know, if it's the winter go snowmobiling. Um, A lot of parks have things outside of them that are really fun and epic to do. You know, whitewater rafting, um, kayaking, You can go boating on some of these lakes outside of the parks. Um, What else? You know, skydiving, if you're in a cool place like Hawaii. Um, You know, all these unique, fun things you can do when you're not in the park. And I think some people get stuck on, man, I really want to do that in Zion. Or I want to go hike Angels Landing because everyone on Facebook is posting about it. But you physically can't you know, or, or when you get there, you're like, oh, that's a 10 mile hike. Oh, I'm not doing that with three kids. It's, it's fun to look for these other things. You know, when I'm down in Mammoth Cave, you know, they have the petting zoos and whatnot, in the Kentucky wilderness that you could go do. Um, just various things like that, that are, are there that people don't know about because they don't look into that. And, you know, you're supporting those smaller towns, those smaller economies when you go in there and you help those tourist dollars. You know, the Blackfeet Reservation up by Glacier, you go to that museum, learn about the Native Americans, give back to that community, you know, your your 12 bucks for entry, whatever. And those things outside of these parks that, you know, when I look at the parks and things I've done with my parents, sometimes it's like, wow, remember that bear we saw? Or wow, remember that time we took that tram up all the way up on top of this mountain, you know? So you, you got to think of those memories that you have with your parents, your family, and those memories you want to create with those around you that haven't had those memories. And it's fun. I don't know. I love this shit. So I I, I really think and care about it and get into it, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking like when I plan a trip with Mark, what are the things Mark likes to do what are the things I like to do in these areas? How can we combine that and make the most of it? When I'm doing that with Tyler, when I'm doing that with my family, you know, because if I'm with my grandparents, you know, maybe taking them to the Old Faithful Lodge and having a nice dinner with them will be more meaningful than trying to bust them around in a car and show them all the sights, you know? it's it, And I think when you combine the experience and the people that's what truly makes it a wonderful experience and a wonderful wo- world to
0: wander in. Amen, brother. Amen. Um, Reverence, final words of wisdom. Uh, stay beautiful, everybody. I really can't say that enough. You guys are all truly amazing, and I appreciate every single one of you. Um, from California to Ohio, to Vermont, to Alaska, to Florida, where all of our wanderers are listening. Um, Big thing for me, you know, as of right now, when you guys are listening to this, you know, I'm going to be running that 5K for the World Wildlife Fund. It's a fundraiser. So if you're looking to help raise some money or if you're just wanting to give... Me a shout out and say, like, I care about this world. Um, just a shout out is all I really ask. Money's just a little cherry on top of donation. You can go, there'll be a link in the bio. Please make sure to check it out. Um, I'm trying to use fitness to engage in our environment more because uh, I like fitness and I like the environment and nature. So I'm trying to merge the two and do a lot more cool things involving that trying to raise some money for different foundations uh maybe even go and do some beach cleanups pick up i don't know plant some trees there's a lot in the works but anyways we got to take care of this world because i like it um you know mother nature is beautiful i ground i need the earth i want a beautiful earth so uh, anyways that being said peace out everybody Bye!